Mind Grenade is a pop culture based show that dives into TV, movies, music, comics, and a whole lot more. And this particular episode is a 2000 movies edition of the podcast. So this version of the podcast is where I do a review on my own of a film that I'm finally getting to. These are, these are movies that I wanted to watch before, but I'm finally getting around to watching. And, uh, and then no need for a spoiler warning. I um, get into my feelings, my thoughts on the, on, on the movie, but I don't ruin it for you. I don't uh, reveal any crucial plot points. So uh, no need to worry about that. At the end of the review, I give the film a letter grading, and hopefully that helps you kind of decide whether or not this is uh, a film that you'd like to invest some time in. And uh, let's see. Oh, and then the uh, qualifier that I've kind of set to these reviews is that the movie is, had had to have come out after the year 2000. So these are relatively newer movies. Um, this particular movie that I'm reviewing today is very new. Um, <clears throat> I'm still probably a little late to the game. Uh, I have a feeling a lot of people have watched this particular movie that I'm reviewing, but I liked to set kind of a kind of parameters to uh, this little project. So that's the one parameter is these are movies from the year 2000 on, hence 2000 movies. So before we get into it, I just wanted to thank everybody for the downloads, for, for listening. Um, means a lot. Uh, so glad that you're part of the show. So with all that said, we're ready. Let's get into it. All right, so I watched Palm Springs, which is a science fiction romantic comedy that was released last year in 2020. And it stars Andy Samberg, Kristen Milioti, and J.K. Simmons. And the story follows two strangers who meet at a Palm Springs wedding only to get stuck in a time loop. So the time loop part right there is um, the science fiction part of the... Uh, sci-fi romantic comedy and uh the romantic comedy part uh is um brought to you brought to us by andy sandberg and Kristen meliotti and uh andy sandberg i know from uh, brooklyn 99 um the lonely island on snl and Kristen meliotti i was unfamiliar with um uh, apparently she's she's been on fargo and i think she was Part of How I Met Your Mother. I think she might have been the titular mother in, in that show. I've never watched that show, so I'm not uh, 100% uh, positive about that. But um, the, uh, I'll get right into it. Yeah, the uh, chemistry was excellent. Um, I'm not sure who um, cast Kristen Milioti in this, because um, I know Andy Samberg was the producer on this movie. Um, so I'm sure he had some say, but Whoever saw the chemistry between the two, uh, these two actors, uh, just bravo. Um, you know, at first, um, I wasn't too sure about Kristen Milioti, uh, and you just kind of fall for her as, as the film goes on. She really, um, boy, I think she carries this movie, really. Andy Samberg, like, it's kind of like the familiar, you know, element of the movie that will draw people in because we all know him from Brooklyn Nine-Nine and, and uh, other stuff. And he's always just, you know, just uh, hilarious. So, um, but I think she's the core of this film. And um, uh, let's, uh, I, I, I did, J.K. Simmons is good in everything he's in. So 
Um, it, it was a treat to, to see him uh, pop up in this one. Um, let's see, who's the director? Max Barbacow. Barbacow, okay. Um, Max Barbacow, the director of this film, I'm pretty sure is a like an up-and-coming director. Like This might have been one of his first films, if not his first. But um, having said that, uh, he has got like a very good grasp of what he's doing, uh, storytelling. This this film, um, and let me kind of preface this. Uh, I remember hearing about this movie, and then uh, seeing. Um, I don't think I saw trailers right away. Uh, I, 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 you know, with twenty twenty. And movies, there are so many, sh there's so much shuffling around with release dates and what's going to be on theaters if theaters are going to be open and what's going to be streaming, where is it going to be streaming? There's just a whole thing. So it was real easy to kind of like have movies kind of like kind of get lost, you know, um, in, in the sea of, of, of everything that was happening and all the movie releases. So, um, I, uh, the movie, I do remember it when it was, like, hearing about it uh, around the time it was released, uh, around the summertime. But what really got my attention was the uh, year-end kind um, best of best-of lists that people were per putting out. This movie was on almost all of them that I saw. So I was like, okay, all right. So, you know, like, I knew it was a, r a romantic comedy, but, like, I, I just didn't know enough. I mean, in romantic comedies you know, are released all the time and with varying degrees of quality. And, um, this one has that science fiction kind of, uh, twist to it. The, the time, them being caught in the time loop, uh, Groundhog's Day style where they just keep waking up and it's still the same day. Um, so you got that high concept part of it and the romantic comedy part of it. And this director, like balances it all it's like so well like i'm not sure and andy samber being a producer i'm not sure how much like help the you know creatively the um the director got but it shows like from the very beginning of the opening of the movie it just starts moving along and there isn't a lot of extemporaneous stuff uh to kind of slow things down um when when things get like uh, when when things stop for a second, it's for jokes and really good jokes. Like it's this thing is as much a comedy as it is a, a, a romantic drama as it is a science fiction. Like they, you know, um, it, it's uh, really well balanced, um, and I was really impressed with that. Uh, really good looking movie. Um, it's, it's in, it's in, you know, it's Palm Springs. So, um, a great ensemble cast, even though you kind of just focus mostly on the, the romantic leads, um, great, uh, like background characters, characters that they keep running into because it's the same day. So they're going to keep running into the same people. Um, it, um, it's, uh. Uh, at the very top, like I said, the, uh, the the leads and the director are kind of clicking, like, uh, 
exceptionally well. Like you, you just don't see this that often in, in rom-coms. And, um, uh, so I was so glad, uh, it was on, it was on Hulu and, and also that I had Hulu already. Um, I'm glad I didn't have to, uh, spend, you know, or, or, uh, pick up an HBO max, uh, subscription or whatever. So, uh, this just worked out perfectly. And, and I was ready for something light too. Um, I kind of been watching kind of darker movies and stuff, uh, a lot lately, which is fine. As long as the movies are good, um, I'm down for any genre, but, um, I, I was kind of in the mood for something lighter and, and this is definitely that. And, you know, I, um, one thing I appreciated too was that with the um, the high concept premise of them being caught in a time loop, Groundhog uh, Groundhog Day style, was that they the uh, the the storytellers, the director, and the, the 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 story just like had fun with that high concept. You know, they didn't just like it didn't just. <clears throat> It wasn't just that they were in a time loop, like they took advantage of that kind of idea and had fun with it. So um, it does get it does get a little bit uh, macabre, though, because they can't die in the time loop like they're just stuck in there. You, there there's several instances where they test it, you know, and uh, uh, it's. Kind of, you know, gallows humor. It's it's kind of dark, but um, um, but then they also do shit like um, a, a flash mob or you know just silly stuff like uh, play out weird scenarios. Because I mean they're just stuck in this, and uh, they try to test the boundaries of what they're stuck in, which is a lot of fun. You know, uh, you know, thinking back to Groundhog's Day um, when. Um, uh, Bill Murray just starts fucking with people, you know, because he knows what's going to happen next. And uh, so there's stuff like that in there. It reminds me a little bit of, like, other high-concept movies of, uh, of uh, when I was growing up, like, like the Tom Hanks movie Big, where a, you know, a boy uh, suddenly um, is, uh, is, is a grown man um, overnight. And, you know, they, the movie takes... Uh, time to kind of play around with that concept and and uh, and have fun with it, you know, just you know, just uh, uh, entertain um, the audience with such a just out there idea. And uh, Palm Springs, they do a lot of that, which is great. And you know, with 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 that going on, they still keep the the drama, you know, um, the, uh, the, the relationship between the two leads, um, you know, it goes from complicated to simple to complicated to, you know, it just, it, it, there's definitely a journey in there with both characters and even J.K. Simmons's character too. There's, there's some growth there. So the, um, you know, and, and Kristen Milioti's character—what is her name? I know Adam Sandberg's name is Niles in the in the movie, but um, boy, I forget her name. I'll see if I can find it. But I I like that her character at first. Her character at first doesn't seem like there's a lot there. Like, like it seems kind of 
she seems kind of one-dimensional, but boy, like, as the movie goes on, you learn more about her and you sympathize with her. And um, she um, she has a kind of more complex um, story arc than Andy Samberg does. Andy Samberg kind of has the uh, a lot simpler um, uh, story arc uh, where, you know, it's... He's just a, a man-child, and, you know, they, like, trying to get him out of that kind of mentality is really his, uh, his the, the, the thrust of his story arc. Uh, with her, it's, stuff gets revealed throughout the, throughout the story where you, you, it's stuff you weren't expecting, but was there the, the entire time. And uh, she does, she does, uh, you know, I, I get it, you know, at the top of Marquee, Andy Sandberg's name is, is the most recognizable one, but I, I feel like this is definitely her story. Like, this is her movie, um, the character's movie. Um, I, uh, there's a, there's a scene where, like, she really puts a lot of effort into what her goal becomes there towards the end of the movie. And it really, it really, um, it's uh, as, as, as unbelievable as the, the premises of this film, like uh, her getting herself out of there is pretty practical. Like it, like it adds up. It, it definitely adds up within the rules that are set <laughs> within the story with the uh, time loop aspect. And, um, yeah, man, it's, it's, this is a very smart movie, like, or at least they're very intelligently approached and, uh, which, which I really appreciate. I really, I really am hoping that the, the creatives behind this film get together for, for, uh, another outing, not necessarily a sequel to this film, but like, I would love to see Andy Samberg and Chris Emiliotti kind of paired up again. Um, I would love to see more from this director and this writer. Yeah, I have to say that I highly recommend this film. So um, I have a feeling that most people have watched this already, uh, considering the pandemic, people, the quarantine, I should say, people kind of trapped in their homes. And with social media, uh, you know, people recommending stuff to each other. Um, I, but if you have not watched it, definitely, this is a high recommendation from me. Um, it's a movie that goes down easy. Having said that, I'll give the film a letter grade. So um, my grading system, it goes uh, A, B, C, D, F, and then A is like a favorite movie of mine. A B is liked but wasn't enamored. A C is okay. A D is meh. And F is who put a gun to my head to make me watch this movie. <laughs> so... Um, you know, and I, and I do plus and minuses, you know, so like C plus, C minus, but with this film, with Palm Springs, uh, I'm giving it an A, a solid A. And, and I feel that I can say that confidently. And, uh, which of my co-hosts would I recommend this to? Well, I know Matt has watched it already. I don't think Ian and Jason have watched it yet, but I would recommend it to them both. I think they both get a kick out of it. They, they like, uh, comedy in general. And uh, 
and Jason likes the high concept stuff. So, um, yeah, I think, um, I it, actually, uh, Jason and Ian, uh, I'd recommend it to them both and their significant others. Like this is a great movie to watch together, you know, with, uh, with a loved one. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's got uh, it's got some feels in there. <laughs> I mean, you know, the day they're stuck in is uh, during a wedding, so, and uh, you know, it is a rom com, so, um, and at least according to me, good rom coms uh, come around seldomly, so it's such a delight when uh, one like this comes along. All right, so um, there's my review of Palm Springs, the 2020 film starring Andy Samberg and Christian Milioti. And uh, like I said, man, I hope they do more of these together. Like, and, and not necessarily a sequel to this, but just more movies together. They, uh, they had incredible chemistry. Oh, and actually, before I move on, uh, I wanted to bring up a couple of the uh, little side characters. Um, the girlfriend that Andy Samberg's character shows up with at the wedding She's great. I don't remember seeing her and stuff before, but she kind of ends up becoming the uh, the kind of heel. The you know, at first, at first, you think he's going to be the butt of the jokes in their relationship, but then it turns out to be her. And uh, it's it's funny whenever she pops up. And then the uh, I don't know why, but the bartender <laughs> at the wedding is also also has really funny moments. Um, yeah, what, what a great ensemble cast that, you know, uh, the kind of the character actors kind of sprinkled in throughout. Oh, and then also, uh, there's a end credit sequence. So once the credit starts, kind of stick around or fast forward to when you see, uh, the movie pop back on. So there's a little tiny little piece there with J.K. Simmons. That's, uh, that's pretty good. So just didn't want you to miss that. All right, and moving on. Uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up was we finally got the release of the Godzilla vs. Kong trailer over the weekend, and I was super stoked for it, and it exceeded my expectations. This thing looks awesome. Um, I know, so this is like, what, the fourth installment in this kind of like shared universe, so it was the 2014 Godzilla film starring Brian Cranston, then uh, Skull Island, um, and then Godzilla King of the Monsters. And yeah, so this would be the fourth one. So this new film is the convergence of the two main characters of Kong and Godzilla. And it looks fucking great. It looks like what you'd want out of a movie like this. And, you know, I get it. This isn't, this is a very, uh, um, kind of fueled by nostalgia, you know, uh, growing up with these films and then finally getting kind of a, uh, a full on like Hollywood treatment, um, uh, uh, modern day CGI version of this. Um, they, they went all out with this. Um, I do from the trailer, I like that it's slightly stylistically different. Like the color palette is like, they've got their own color palette for this one. And they've kind of done that with each one of these movies. The color palette for Skull Island wasn't the same as 
the 2014 Godzilla. And the 2014 Godzilla, the color palette was slightly different than the, um, the King of the Monsters film. And then this one's doing the same thing. I, and, you know, it might have to do with it, its different directors. But, um, man, they're, uh, it, it's, it's a nice surprise. It's a welcome surprise that these, this franchise or this shared universe is doing well considering that, you know, people have been trying um, in the last 10 years or so to do what Marvel has been doing or Star Wars has been doing, you know, and failing. But, <laughs> uh, you know, it's great that the Godzilla and Kong, whatever you want to call the shared universe, that it's working, that they're able to make the next one. And uh, I, I'm just hoping that the, the, the state of um, the movie industry right now, um, the uncertainty with movie theaters and everything else, that I, I'm hoping it doesn't hurt this movie. I, I, if, if the movie is genuinely good, as in like critically I'm hoping that it doesn't kill this franchise because movie theaters aren't at a hundred percent you know um, and that uh, they they will be uh, releasing this uh, the the uh, on, on HBO Max the same day that it's going to be released in theaters so um, the uncertainty of of the movie industry does worry me um, when it has to do with this film or this franchise, but um, like uh, I, I am super uh, energized after watching this trailer. Like, uh, bring it on! It's just you know, it would just be sad that it, if if like uh, if ticket sale, you know, I mean, it, it's not gonna make as much money as it would under normal circumstances, you know. If, if, if there wasn't uh, the pandemic and everything else kind of just like stifling everything. Um, it, yeah, it would bum me out if, if, uh, if this was genuinely like, uh, it just, uh, the movie, uh, dread just came to mind. The one with, um, the, uh, the one with Carl Urban that came out a couple years back. That was such a good movie. Like, and uh, went underappreciated and, could have spawned sequels, but for whatever reason, the market or whatever is going on uh, just kind of killed it right there with the first movie. And uh, that's what I'm hoping doesn't happen with this movie, with the Godzilla versus Kong movie, that it, you know, turns out to be a really good movie, but with everything that's going on with the movie industry, with the, with Hollywood and everything, that it just got it gets kind of like... Um, thrown aside so I, I hope that doesn't happen i hope this i hope godzilla versus kong keep spawning more godzilla movies and more skull island movies um that shit looks awesome man i cannot wait uh that one that one drops at the end of march um hopefully fingers crossed i get to go see it in the theater but if not um i think i'll be okay with watching it on hbo max i'll have to subscribe to hbo max just for that week or that month or whatever so I do like that the, uh, the 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 improvement in the CGI as well. Uh, they're they're it's, they seem more confident with the CGI, like bringing the like Godzilla and Kong 
um, showing them more in uh, in daylight or underwater. Uh, so and and it looks good. It looks believable. Um, I like that they brought back some actors from uh, from uh, the King of the Monsters, like Millie Bobby Brown's in there, and um, uh, and then some new actors joining the cast. I saw I saw Rebecca Hall in there. Uh, I remember first seeing her in The Prestige and in uh, Iron Man 3. So she's in this film. Uh, Alexander Skarsgård, uh, who, um, what was uh, the first thing I saw him in? I think it was True Blood, I think, uh, that show on HBO back in the day. So, um, yeah, uh, a big cast, improved uh, CGI. Um, you know, I... Um, these types of movies I enjoy kind of a, a base level. It's kind of like the 13-year-old the, the, the in me, um, you know, watching monster movies with my dad uh, is pretty much what fuels my excitement for these types of movies. Um, you know, I go in hoping for um, some drama, some, uh, some great acting, but, you know, um, I've already kind of des- uh, decided to accept the fact that you know, there there will be some unevenness with the, um, especially Godzilla movies always have that unevenness with the, uh, the, the monster stuff would be really high quality, and then the human kind of stuff is kind of blah. So I don't know. I guess Skull Island did a pretty good job with the with the human characters as well as the the the, the monster fights and stuff. So uh, yeah, may, maybe with this next one, uh, they'll they'll get that balance just right. Uh, and, and then I'm also getting some Pacific Rim vibes from this trailer too, which could be a good thing. So um, I'm wondering if we'll get more trailers before the movie comes out. The movie, like I said before, it comes out uh, here real soon at the end of March. So, um, but I'm already sold. I was I was sold even before the trailer. It's just that the trailer was like. Is what do you expect? What you were hoping and more. So, um, yeah, yeah. I, I sent. Uh, you know what? And uh, before I wrap up here, let me get my. I, I sent the trailer to my dad, and he watched it. And let me give you what his response was. Let's see if I can find it here. Where is it? Uh, there you are. Um, sent the, the Godzilla versus Kong trailer, and the message I got back was, "Yo la vi está tremendo." which is, uh, in Spanish, it's, I saw it, it looks tremendous, which is my sentiments exactly. So, um, yeah, I uh, uh, wanted to give my reaction to that trailer, and um, it's, I'm sure it's not surprising to people who know me. Uh, so, all right, um, I will wrap it up here. Let me uh, thank everyone for listening, for subscribing. Um, we've got the website, mygrenadestudios.com. Um, that's, uh, where you can find a feed of the podcast. You can find, um, let's see what else, uh, a, a, a blog thread there that I need to start getting, uh, involved in. Um, uh, some artwork, which I am heavily involved in. Uh, I will be posting a new piece today, actually. I just finished up a, a Wonder Woman, um, picture i'd never drawn her before and i uh, just finished it and i'm about to post it right after i'm done here recording so you can check that out there at mygrenadestudios.com and for the next couple episodes let's see 
Uh, the very next episode that uh, I will do with the guys, with Jason, Ian, and Matt, is um, our MCU retrospective part three. So we're going to try to wrap up our kind of, um, you know, our, our takes on each MCU movie. I think we left off, I think we were supposed to pick back up with um, Avengers Infinity War and then go through that all the way down to what was the last one? Spider-Man Far From Home. So me and the guys are going to, you know, give you our takes on each of those films. And um, there on that same episode, we'll uh, kind of get caught up again with WandaVision with the episodes three and four of WandaVision. So, um, yeah, and I hope you guys, I hope you guys are watching WandaVision. And, um, and if you are, you know, join us um, in our conversation uh, on the next episode. And, and when I come back for one of these solo episodes, um, I think I'm going to do some TV talk. So I won't review a movie, but I will talk about some of the TV shows I've been watching. I just finished up uh, Queen's Gambit and um, some other stuff that I've been watching, and I'll fill you in on that. So, all right. Thanks again. I've been Hector, and this has been Mind Grenade, episode 243. He was a big